Our rabbis have numerous statements that different versions of the statement, but different versions of Zek Klal Gadol Batara. This is the main principle of Judaism. This is the foundational idea. This is the unifying concept. Again, there are different versions of this and different um, answers as to what it is. The Jewish philosopher Levinas used to say that the greatest Jewish ethical principle is the phrase, after you. I think that has a lot of merit. But I want to share with you another opinion, another idea that comes from our Parsha, the Parsha of Kisetze. But first I need a brief introduction. So when we serve God, a question that comes up in many forms with many applications, but a question comes up should we do what we do to serve God because we feel that it is the right thing? Or should we do it because God commands it, whether I feel like it or not, but God commands it and that's why I do it. So the Rambam says, it depends if there's a mitzvah that does not have a logical, rational basis that we are able to comprehend. For example, which species are kosher and which species are not kosher. Uh, there does not seem to us to be anything inherently better about a kosher species or worse about a non-kosher species, but we do it because God commands. So, according to the Rambam, there's no spiritual reason to feel I don't want to eat that species. I hear people say, I hear Jewish people say sometimes, the idea of eating pork um, makes me nauseous. I don't think that's a necessary part of serving God. According to the Rambam, it's not. According to the Rambam, there's no reason that a person should naturally feel I don't want to do it. A person should refrain from, from doing that which God has commanded us not to do. Personally, I think uh, pepperoni on pizza sounds like a great idea. I just don't do it. I don't eat it because God commanded not to. I do have to admit the idea of eating shrimp or lobster turns my stomach. So I, that's just, but that's, that's just me. Okay, but the Rambam says, but the other mitzvahs that do have a moral basis, like tzedakah, like acts of kindness, like telling the truth, there we should do those mitzvahs because God, excuse me, because God commands them. We should do those mitzvahs because God commands them, yes, but also we should train ourselves that we should want to do those mitzvahs. We should enjoy doing those mitzvahs. They should be a natural part of our character. That's the opinion of the Rambam. Okay. With that as an introduction, let's talk about an amazing verse in our Parsha this week. There's a mitzvah in our Parsha. We've discussed this in different contexts before. The mitzvah of Hashavas Aveda, returning a lost object. 
If a person sees an object which it appears that somebody lost it, a person should try to return the object to the person who lost it. And the Torah says as follows, Lo sire eshar achicho, eshar achicho, os seyo nidachim, vihisalam tamehem, you should not see an ox or a sheep or any object belonging to your fellow and ignore that when it appears that your fellow has lost it. You should not do that, but rather, hashev tishivem lachicha. You should try to do whatever you can to return the lost object to your fellow. And that applies to every object, animate, inanimate, and the, and the Pasuk concludes, Lo suchal lehis aleim. You are not able to ignore it. One more time. The mitzvah says like this, If you see an object and your judgment tells you it belongs to someone else and they lost it, you should not avert your eyes from seeing it, but rather you should do whatever is in your power to try to return it to its owner if it's possible. And ending with the phrase, Lo suchal lehis aleim, you should not be able to ignore it. Rashi says, what do those last words mean? You should not be able to ignore it. Meaning, you should not close your eyes. You know, a person could walk down the street and they're in a hurry and they don't want to stop or they're not interested in stopping. And in my peripheral vision, uh, I see some kind of object over there and I recognize if I look at it, I'm going to realize it belongs to someone and it's lost. I'm going to have to spend time and effort to return to them. So I just keep walking like this. I, I didn't see, I, I didn't see. And, and, and by not seeing, so now I'm not, I'm not obligated. And of course, who could tell whether I saw it or I didn't see? I'm the only one that knows. So the Torah says, no, don't try to hide your eyes. Don't try to ignore it. You should look for the opportunity. All right. Rabbi Michal Yammer is a teacher in Israel at the Yeshiva Shalavim. And he makes the following point. It's an amazing insight. The words lo suchal lehis aleim mean you will not be able to avert your eyes. Now, that's a very strange phrase because the Torah could have said, it seems like what the Torah means to say is, don't avert your eyes or you may not avert your eyes or it's not the right thing to avert your eyes. All of those phrases seem to capture what this commandment is telling us, but the phrase you will not be able to, ignore, to avert your eyes. You will not be able to ignore what is in your peripheral vision is a very strange phrase because, well, yes, I can. I'm, I'm quite able to ignore whatever I want to ignore. If I want to ignore it, I'll ignore it. What do you mean I'm not able to? Rabbi Yammer says what the Pusik is teaching us is a fundamental principle. 
Lo means the goal is that we should develop ourselves, that we should develop our character so that we are incapable of averting our eyes from the opportunity to help someone else. In other words, God wants us to do mitzvahs. God wants us to do the commandments that he commands us and to avoid the prohibitions that he prohibits for us. Yes. But God wants much more than that. God wants to change our character. God wants the goal of the mitzvahs that he commands to instill a mitzvah mentality where the way that our thinking goes is that we are not able to avoid doing something that helps somebody else. We are not able to ignore such an opportunity. For most of the mitzvahs that we perform, before we do it, we recite a bracha, a blessing. And there's a standard format for this blessing. Baruch atah Hashem elokeinu melech blessed are you God, King of the universe. Asher kiddushonu b'mitzvosav you have sanctified us with your commandments, vitzivanu, and you have commanded us in the mitzvah of lighting Shabbos candles, putting on tefillin, blowing shofar, whatever the mitzvah is. Asher kiddushonu b'mitzvosav, you have sanctified us with your commandments, and you have commanded us to do the following action. The goal of every mitzvah is to do the action that is commanded, but also more fundamentally to sanctify ourselves, to be a changed person, to be a person who wants to do those mitzvahs, to be a person who is incapable of missing an opportunity to do those mitzvahs. The performance of the mitzvah is just the first level. The goal is the refinement of our character to make it that the values that the mitzvah teaches become a part of us. Imagine the person each of us can become and imagine the community that all of us together can create if we make this the motto of our lives. Lo I am not capable of ignoring the needs of another. Any and all of the needs of another. I think that this is a very appropriate short phrase that could be a unifying factor underlying our entire religious lives. Lo not just to do the right thing, to be, but to be incapable of not doing the right thing. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in 